Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ILL, the Adventist Elder Library. Today, as we continue to point people to the cross, I am going to be reading day 16 of the Anne of Green Gables devotional, a chapter-by-chapter companion for kindred spirits by Rachel Dodge. Day 16, a tumbler full of trouble. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. I must cry, said Anne. My heart is broken. The stars in their courses fight against me. Marilla. Diana and I are parted forever. Oh, Marilla, I little dreamed of this when first we swore our vows of friendship. This chapter opens with Anne at the height of happiness. She glories in the ecstasies of Green Gables in October, with its birches turned as golden as the sunshine, its maples in royal crimson, and its wild cherry trees in lovely shades of dark red and bronzy green. Her beauty-loving soul revels in the world of color about her. She exclaims to Marilla, I'm so glad I live in a world where there are, are I can't say it, where there are Octobers. The pinnacle of her delight is when Marilla says she may invite Diana over for tea while she she attends an aid society meeting. And yet, when she least expects it, Anne finds herself plunged into her worst trial yet. During the girls' tea time, Anne unknowingly gives Diana currant wine to drink instead of raspberry cordial. The next day, she discovers that Mrs. Berry believes she could set Diana drunk on purpose. Mrs. Berry, unmoved by Marilla's explanation or Anne's tears of contrition, coldly tells Anne, I don't think you are a fit little girl for Diana to associate with. You'd better go home and behave yourself. In this chapter, Anne is wronged and hurt once again. When Marilla thought Anne lost her brooch, Anne was threatened with the loss of material comforts like picnics and ice cream, but now her friendship with Diana is at stake. From this point on, Anne is no longer allowed to see or talk to Diana. Anne tells Marilla, there's nothing more to do except to pray. That night, utterly without hope, she cries herself to sleep. When it feels like everything and everyone is against you, remember that there are invisible powers in the heavenly realms fighting for you. In every earthly battle, there is an unseen spiritual battle at work, a clash in the spiritual realm. When you are up against a host of troubles, when the enemy launches a full-blown attack, God is at work. When there's nothing left to do but pray, that's when God does things we could never imagine. When Deborah was judge over Israel, the Israelites faced off against the Canaanite army, an army so formidable that the Israelite commander refused to go into battle without Deborah. During the battle, however, God used a fascinating array of people and circumstances to save the Israelites in Judges 5. The stars fought from their courses, verse 20 of Judges 5. The Kishon River swept away enemy soldiers, and a woman killed the Canaanite commander with a tent peg. You shall not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Deuteronomy 3.22 Personal Application Whatever battle you find yourself in today, be assured that God is with you. The Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Isaiah 52 and 12. He surrounds you with songs of deliverance in Psalms 37 7. And Jesus is interceding for you at the right hand of God, Romans 8 34. 
God is alive and active in your situation. Though it may take time and though it may happen in an unexpected way, He will win the day. The surpassing greatness of His power toward us who believe is at work in your life. Ephesians 1.19 Rest in the knowledge that He is greater than your deepest trials and your fiercest foes. That would say woes. I guess that would work too. He is greater than your deepest trials and your fiercest foes. Prayer for today. Almighty God, I come to you today and ask for your help in the battle I am facing. Sometimes it becomes fierce and overwhelming. Only you are strong enough to bring me through to victory. Please take over and fight on my behalf. I invite you to step in and take charge of the situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Some nations boast of their chariots and horses, but we will boast in the name of the Lord our God. Psalms 20 and 7. Remember, that's what David had when he killed the giant. He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. And that's what we do. So today, as we go throughout the day, let's just make his praise glorious. Today, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He will lead us and guide us. All we have to do is follow and obey. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.